0: I'm here to unravel nearly everything in life that gets complicated. Everything doesn't have to be so hard, even if we try and make it that way ourselves. I aim to uncomplicate what has often gotten complicated, life, and all things fitness, nutrition, healthy, balanced lifestyle. I will talk from my own personal experiences as a personal trainer, nutritionist, business owner. I will bring in experts who know better than me. I will talk about it from the experience from my clients and their successes and their failures. Everything you need to know to give yourself permission to be a little less so you can do a little more. Well, Let's go. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Stressless Lifestyle podcast. I'm Nikki and today's topic is does move more, eat less, work for fat loss. Have you heard that term before? Move more, eat less. Maybe you've had the thought, I am going to get it together and I'm going to start working out and I'm going to start eating less. I'm going to start watching my portion sizes. Or I'm going to cut out carbs. That's eating less. Cutting out whole food group is actually eating less, right? You're eating less. You're going to work out all day long and you're going to eat a lot less. You're going to eat better. And unfortunately, when a lot of people say eat better, they actually are eating less. Not necessarily better. Just eating less. And it works. So I think I can answer the question right away. Does move more, eat less work for fat loss? Sure. But... Is it sustainable? And is that fat loss that you reached, is it going to stay off? Can you figure out how to make that fat loss stay? Make it a lifestyle? That is where it gets a little bit more tricky. So what are the alternatives to move more, eat less? Well, there's move more, eat more. There is move less and eat less. Think about that. You just don't work out as much. so You're not burning as many calories, making yourself hungrier. So you eat, you just move less and then you eat a little bit less too. That doesn't sound very fun, but that actually happens a lot of time and it's, it's successful for people if it, it fits in with your life. And let's think about move more, eat more. That was my favorite. We talk about that later, but move more means you can exercise a little bit more because you're eating a little bit more you have more energy, right? Most of most of us have heard that you should just eat better. Get a little bit of exercise and everything else will fall into place. But what happens when it doesn't work anymore? And that happens a lot. That's when it becomes unsustainable. So yes, move more, eat less, it does work for fat loss. But I caveat that with it is not sustainable. It is not sustainable for anyone to consistently move more and consistently eat less. Because as you plateau, or as life happens, or as you continue to eat less, there's only one place to go, and that is eating less or moving more if you need that change. Let's think of it this way. You wake up one day and you're like, I am going to make change today. Today is the day. I'm going to change I'm going to start running. I'm going to do two days and I run in the morning and I'm going to work out in the afternoon at the gym and I'm going to eat less. I'm just going to cut out all the carbs because carbs are bad, right? It's not the carbs that are bad. It's not cutting carbs that made you lose weight. It's cutting the calories from all the carbs you're not eating and not replacing with anything else, right? So you do that. You start running twice a day and then about three or four weeks later, you plateau. You stop seeing change. What do you do? You don't have any more hours in the day. You already have dentist appointments and doctor's appointments and kid activities and work and then Zoom meetings after work and whatever else you've got to be doing. You've already got a lot going on. You can't add a third workout. You're already doing the best you can with your food. You already cut out all the carbs. Now what do you do? Well, the only way to make some more change in fat loss is to have a bigger caloric deficit. You have to move more. See, you don't have, but you can't move more. You don't have time. See, that makes it tough. You don't have time. You are busy. Every single person is busy. Whether you're busy inside the home or outside the home, you're busy. You can fill your time with all the things that you need to fill it with and then all the things you want to fill it with get off by the wayside, right? So you're busy. You don't have time to add more workouts. Now what? Well, that's it. That's the end of the road. If you cannot add any more workouts and you can't eat any less, there's really nowhere else to go. Except fail, feel like you couldn't succeed, feel like you have no idea what you're doing, or actually push yourself so hard that you do work out more and you do eat less. And that's a recipe for disaster, mentally and physically. Let's look at another situation. This one's happened a lot of times. So you decide, you wake up Monday morning, and you're like, I'm going to download that really popular billion-dollar company app that tells me what I should eat. And I'm going to do my macros, but I'm going to do the, the macros and the calories that this app has calculated for me. Now, what they're not expecting is you to compare that with someone else because I've done this for people. I have calculated, or used the apps to calculate someone else's macros versus mine, and they come out like exactly the same. You're eating way too few protein grams and one person who is 5'7 and worked out hard got the same exact low ball calories that I got who's only 5'3. I got 1,250 calories. That's not a lot. I know you think it's a lot because you hear 1,200 calories a lot is what you need to eat to lose. And if you're short, for me... Yeah, there gets to a point when that is a, a fat loss level for me. It really is. But when I compare that to someone who's 5'7 and works out a ton, they shouldn't be eating 1,250 calories knowing that this person could probably lose a lot more. I mean, they might need 1,250, but why start there? We don't want to eat less from the start. We want to eat as much as you can from the start. And that's what a lot of these apps do. Is you download this app, they tell you to eat 1,200 calories from the start, and then you're starving And you don't have time to add in more workouts, so what do you do? You have to eat less again. And they do. They drop your calories. They'll drop as low as they want to just to keep you seeing fat loss. But what is that doing to your body? It's creating an adaptation situation. Adaptation is what a lot of people think of as broken metabolism. And in reality, you just have an adapted metabolism, People say, oh, I have I only a 1,000 calories. If I eat more than 1,000 calories, I will gain weight because I'm broken. And in reality, you're probably eating more than you think, first of all. The first scenario is usually you're eating a lot more than you think, and I have a situation for that example. But the, the other scenario is that maybe you can't eat more than 1,000 calories because you've been eating that low for so long that, that has a, your metabolism has actually adapted to... 1,000 calories, and that is your maintenance, right? And people are like, I'm eating a 1,000 calories, but I'm not losing. Well, probably because you've done that for so long that it's no longer fat loss level. It is actually maintenance level. You have to eat a 1,000 calories to maintain because your metabolism, your body functions have adapted to that level of calories as maintaining life. So if you eat more than that, you gain. And if you want to lose, you have to eat less than that. That's not a cool situation to be in, but that's what happens if you download one of these apps that's just going to spit out some numbers for you that seem right or that get the job done, but at the expense of your metabolism adapting to such a low amount of calories. And the only way to lose is to keep going down from there. Eat less. Eating less is not always the answer. Eating less is the solution to fat loss, but eating less from the start and eating so little that you just damage yourself that's not the that's not the answer that's not the way to go so let me give you an example of that so I have this client a one-on-one and she wanted to lose body fat and she says I don't eat very much I do not eat a lot at all I, I don't think I can eat any less and I already don't eat very much and I'm just not losing and I can't work out more move more eat less was not working for her she tried it herself got a trainer and everything but in the end, it wasn't working and there was no more time in the day to move more. And she already felt like she was eating such a small amount of calories. So I said, All right, we'll have to do this one on one so we can figure out what you're eating and where you're going with it. And so we don't, you know, we don't want to break something that's already broken, for lack of a better term, right? So I had her tracking her food and turned out that Thankfully, this person was actually intaking a lot more calories than they had expected, which is really good for me. I was happy to see that because that means that her metabolism was not adapted to a very, very, very low amount of calories. It means her metabolism working just fine. And it meant that all we had to do was dial in her nutrition in a way that was more macro balanced and in a calorie level that was going to be more consistent. That worked. We were supposed to be increasing her calories every week to a very high amount so that she can get her metabolism healthy and then we can lose fat from there by lowering calories slowly and incrementally. Turned out at a pretty high amount that this person was already losing. It was cool. It made a fat loss phase happen sooner because we could start sooner, but it was also neat because this person says, oh, I did not realize how much I was eating and that's why she was satisfied was because she was eating a good amount. She was eating the amount that her body wanted, and she was satisfied. So the cravings and all that stuff that comes with fat loss wasn't happening, and the fat loss wasn't happening either. But that's good because we figured that out and say, okay, now we know we can lose from a decent amount, and we're not going to break you. We're not going to have you start eating such a low amount of calories so quickly. So knowing where you're, what you're eating and making sure that you start losing weight at a higher amount of calories is very important because yeah you are going to plateau. Plateaus are so very integral to fat loss but we have to be able to break that plateau and when we know you can't move more because you don't have more time in the day you have to be able to eat less but we have to make sure you're not eating too low for too long. So if you don't have a coach, if you don't have a nutritionist or a macro coach or if you're not part of the stress less nutrition method membership or one on one or anything like that, what do you do? Well, first of all, I always say start increasing your calories. You're like, what? Increase calories? Yes. Increase specific macros, and they can help you stay full so that you don't overly increase your total calories. So this is where more is more. More brings less overall calories. Let's see, let's put it this way. If you increase your protein, which is a pretty thermic macronutrient, that means it you takes energy to burn it. You burn calories while processing protein. You're not going to be burning more than a gram. <laughs> but you do. It's good. Um, increase your protein. It also keeps you full. It's very satiating. So increasing your protein you may not be getting enough in the first place. So now you're going to eat a little bit more protein and you're going to be full longer. What that does is help you not snack as much on random things. Not that snacks are bad, but... Snacking can lead to overeating if you're not aware of it. If you're just starving. If you're having blood sugar crashes, you're going to be starving. You're going to grab for the nearest a snack. If you're eating more protein or you're snacking on higher protein-containing foods, then you're going to be more full and you won't have as much room for all the extra calories that you don't want to intake because your goal is fat loss. Right? At the same time, if you increase your food... Let's say you're someone who's already eating so low, all right? So you've, we're beyond this increasing protein thing. That's one way. The second way is if you are someone who is eating so low, you think that you're eating so low, or you are. You track your food and you're like, man, I only eat 1,200 calories or I only eat 1,000 calories a day. How am I going to lose weight when, when I'm already eating so low? Well, increase your total intake. And you're going to be like, What? You want me to increase my food? My goal is to lose weight, not gain. But here's how it works. If you increase your food intake, increase your total calories, increase your protein, increase your vegetables, which are very low in calorie for lots of amount of food, um, then what you can be doing is giving yourself more energy. With that energy and feeling really good, the workouts that you do do will be better. They'll be more effective. I'm not telling you to add workouts. I'm saying that the workouts you are already doing are going to be better. You'll burn more energy during those workouts. They'll be much more effective. And you'll burn, let's say, let's put some numbers to it. Let's say you are normally eating 1000 calories. You increase now and you're eating 1500 calories. You're working your way up that that amount, right? You're at 1,500 calories. Your workouts at 1,000 calories, you burned maybe 200 calories because you were lethargic and tired. You really didn't go. You went as hard as you could in that moment, but you didn't go as hard as you're capable of, okay? So now you increase your calories. You're eating 1,500 calories. And instead of burning 200 calories, you're burning 500 calories, 600 calories, So 200 calories from the 1,000 calories is 800 total intake. But with 1,500 calories and you're burning, let's say you're burning, what did I say, 800 calories, that's a 200-calorie deficit. With the 1,000-calorie diet and burning 200 calories, that's about the same amount of deficit, right? Your caloric intake in the end is about the same. But... You're eating more. You're physically eating more. You're eating 1,500 calories compared to the 1,000 calories. So you're able to live a normal life. You can eat more food. You can have food from a restaurant. You can eat more of what you like. And your workouts are better. We didn't even add hours to your day of workouts. We simply just made your workouts better so they can burn more calories. They're more efficient and more effective workouts. So now you're living a great normal life, eating more. You're happier. Because you're not eating such little amount of food, you're not stressing your body out so much that you're sleeping better. Better sleep helps fat loss. So you can work out better. You can maybe wiggle more. You fidget more often, burns more calories during your day. You're eating more. Your caloric deficit's about the same. But you're eating more, you're sleeping better, and all of the things that go with your deep health, your stress is better, you are happier, your mood is better, you don't even have cravings because, man, you're eating 500 calories more a day. You're not craving anything because you're able to fit it all in. Yet you're still losing because the deficit that you created is the same. It's or even bigger. I hope that makes sense. Eating more is so very helpful And yes, that scale might go up in the beginning. It might go up a few pounds because the volume of food that you're eating, the volume in your gut is more. So you might have more weight on the scale simply because you haven't pooped it out yet and you're eating it. However, the fat loss, the measurements, the pictures, that's going to change. And eventually the volume of food in your, in your system is going to stabilize. Your body's going to be like, oh, okay, I've got this. I can process this. I'm not, I'm not too full anymore. And then your metabolism catches up. It becomes more efficient. You're hungrier even though you're eating more. You're still hungry. Hunger is a sign that your metabolism's functioning. And you're just rocking away, eating more and still losing body fat. Because remember, the scale's not it. The scale's not the only thing. You can lose body fat and be heavier. If you're eating all salty foods, your scale is going to be very heavy, but your measurements can be very small. Like you can be, let's just put this way, you can lose body fat and be smaller and still be holding a ton of water weight because you eat salty foods that doesn't matter. I mean, it's, unless you have a health issue, that doesn't matter. You are losing the body fat to get yourself into a place where you feel great, right? So eating more and not necessarily moving more, but moving better. That's the ultimate goal that I want people to, to realize. Eat more, move better, or eat better for your body and feel better for your body. So how are the ways if you don't have macro calculated for yourself if you don't know what you should be eating or how you should be eating what's a good way of doing this of increasing the right amount of foods and the right foods so that you can give yourself more energy and not be so gosh darn miserable well my first suggestion is always to increase protein because it's one of the easiest ones most satiating and it's going to help you keep the muscle you've got because during fat loss, you can lose muscle. And we want you to keep as much as possible because muscle is very metabolically active, meaning that the more muscle you have, the more calories you burn just laying there. So you want to keep the muscle you have, even if you don't lift weights, you have muscle because you stand upright, they keep you up, right? So you want to make sure that you have the muscle you've got keeping it, you want to keep it there. So increase your protein. And ideas, low fat Greek yogurt, or even high fat Greek yogurt, if it keeps you more full. Uh, cottage cheese, protein shakes if you like protein shakes, Um, beef jerky, turkey jerky, salmon jerky. So many options, so many protein options. Like bowls of meat. I like eating bowls of meat. Um, I like to snack on meat sticks all of the time. I always say I don't eat a lot of meat. I really don't. It's turkey meat sticks or um, the beef I eat is a biltong. It's a South African jerky is delicious but increasing that protein is going to be helping help you snack more often, stay full, keep that muscle. Um, if you're a vegetarian, if you don't eat meat, beans and rice, it is a great combination. If you're f- busy and you don't even have time, you need something fast. Get some pre-made beans, canned beans, get some pre-made rice. You just pop it in the microwave, make some beans and rice. If you eggs, you know, increase your eggs instead of having one egg for breakfast, have four eggs for breakfast. It's not about adding to your day all of the day, making it more stressful. It's about just making more of what you already do. Just like your workouts. If your workouts are going to be more effective, but not longer. They're just more effective. They're better. And it's the same with your meals. You don't have to be snacking all day long. Just make your meals a little more effective. Eat five eggs or eat one whole egg and four egg whites at one sitting instead of having a bunch of eggs all day long. Have six ounces of chicken instead of four ounces of chicken. Make sure you're at least eating four ounces of meat and not two or three. Increase your protein at the sitting of the meal or the snack that you already have instead of adding to your day, right? It's all about keeping the time of your day yours, I'm not out here telling you add three snacks a day. Keep your metabolism going that way because some people say, oh, you should be eating every three hours. Well, I don't have time to eat every three hours. But we do want to keep our metabolism nice and functioning and you want to make sure that you're eating a little bit when you can. So I eat when I can and if I know I'm not going to get a lot of meals in, I will just increase my amount at that meal. So that's a tip. That's my tip for you. How to increase your food and still lose. Even if you don't work out, Even if you are someone who has zero time to work out, if you just increase your protein a little bit and your vegetables, let's say increase your protein and your vegetables, your non-starchy vegetables, increase both of those, you're going to feel better because you're going to be fuller in the stomach. That gives you that sense of fullness that you love, that humans need, that you're satiated, and you can move on with your life. And you might just find yourself parking further away in the parking lot. You might find yourself talking with your hands more. You might find yourself fidgeting and wiggling That alone increases your caloric burn throughout the day without even having to go do a workout. And eating more makes people fidget more, especially if it's already in their personality. So this is for anyone, whether you work out or not. Eating more and moving better is the ultimate answer to moving more and eating less not working. So... I hope you learned something. All of these backs and forths and teeter-totters and I feel like all of these little slashes, eat more, slash move less, all these things, they, they get confusing. But I hope that you understand that not always is it about eating less. And that sometimes eating more, being more, taking up more space in life is what makes you happy. You should do that. I leave you with this question for you to ask yourself. Am I restricting too much in my life? Do I feel restricted in things that I do? Are you feeling like no is always your answer to yourself? Maybe it is. Maybe you should change that. That's why I like tracking macros. Because I can say yes to whatever it is I want. And I say yes with some constraint or restraint. So are you restricting yourself in anything? I'm not just talking food and fitness. Are you finding yourself restricted? And what can you do to make yourself a little bit happier? I hope you learned something. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Really quick before you go, I want to let you know that we're starting a new Stress Less Lifestyle Nutrition Method membership going on November 7th. So it is time. It is that time of year. It is busy. It's about to be real stressful. It's about to be really hectic. And the only way for you to be in control of all of that is to be able to feel your best, have the energy, feel yourself the best, and why not be your best? So November 7th, see you there. Thank you for listening to the Stress Less Lifestyle Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, if you've learned something, or if you know someone Who might benefit from listening to some of this information please share please download it take it on a walk with you share it from whatever platform you listen to it's on all of the platforms like it whatever you can do to spread the word it's very helpful for all podcasters we love it when you share our information to your family and friends it helps us so thank you so much share away